1: Nine. T minus eight seconds.
2: Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. We have ignition and liftoff.
0: Welcome back to the Space News Podcast, Space Cadets. My name is Will, and I'm sitting at the command center in the mothership beaming this down directly to your device. Of choice, China is launching a mission on Friday to go to the far side of the moon. And they are going to do the first ever surface mission to the far side. So they're sending a robot over there. It's going to be on top of a Long March 3B rocket on Friday, December 7th at around 1.30 p.m. Eastern. And it will be launching towards the moon. So if this all goes according to plan, their lander, the rover... It's a lander rover duo it will touch down within the moon's South Pole Aitken, the SPA basin, around, um, you know, it's a, it's a 27-day flight. And then they'll study both the surface and subsurface of that region. So these robots, they are um, they're backups from an earlier mission, the Chang-3 mission. And that mission put a lander, um, it's, it's named U-2, Y-U-T-U. On the moon in uh, December 2013, and China launched a relay satellite in May, also in its position at the Earth-Moon L2 Lagrange point, a place where you know the spacecraft can send out communications between the ground controllers and the Land Rover mission on the far side, so they can they can have a uh, clear line of sight there, so they can communicate back to Earth. It's going to touch down in the Von Kármán crater, and It's going to study, well, it's going to have a lot of stuff on it. It has tons of scientific gear on it. Um, So it's going to do low frequency radio astronomical study of the lunar surface. A shallow structure investigation at the lunar far side within the roving area, a topographic and mineralogical composition studies of the lunar far side within the rover's patrol area. It's going to have a lot of hardware on it. The lander carries a landing camera, the L cam, the terrain camera, the T cam, low frequency spectrometer, the LFS and the lunar lander neutrons and dosimetry, LND. Uh, which was provided by Germany. And the rover has four instruments as well. The panoramic camera, the PCAM, the lunar penetration radar, the LPR, the visible and near-infrared imaging spectrometer, the VNESS, and the advanced small analyzer for neutrals, the ASAN, which was that was provided by Sweden. So this isn't just China doing this. This is an international event uh, Germany and Sweden have provided these instruments to China in a sign of good faith and good science. So, you know, it's not just China doing this on their own. There's other international partners that are helping them out. And so the LFS was developed uh, just for this landing. And the other native Chinese payloads are an inherited instruments from the Chang 3 um, lander rover. So there's some old and there's some new in this thing. And the new is pretty awesome. The LFS, which is the low frequency frequency spectrometer in the relay satellite. This thing that's high up in the sky around the moon and the Lagrange La- La- point is uh, Lagrange. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good word. That's a great word. Uh, It carries an instrument called the Netherlands China Low Frequency Explorer. The NCLE and the Landers LFS will carry out joint low frequency radio astronomical observations. So the LPR um, instrument, it'll be able to detect subsurface structure under the robot, and it's going to detect the thickness and structure of the lunar regolith. And it's a nanosecond impulse radar with um, bi-static antennas. So this thing is going to look down into the ground of the moon. Into the ground of the moon. How crazy is that? We have a robot on the moon zapping down into the the lunar surface to see the lunar structure and the thickness of the lunar regolith. That's impressive. How it does it? Uh, It's an ultra-wideband nanosecond impulse. And it's produced by a transmitter, and then it's sent through the transmitting antenna down to the lunar surface. The echo signal from the underground target is received by the receiving antenna, amplified in the receiver, and then restored as a data record. There's a lot of moving parts there. There's a lot of stuff going on. But at the end of the day, we get to see what's inside of the moon. We get to see what kind of stuff is going on under the surface, and we get to check out that data and um you know this is for future landing missions as well you know this is for possible future lunar colonies or or lunar landings and you know if this is brought to the public where everyone can use this information it's going to be so much more helpful then, um, you know, then not having it in the future when we land and we are trying to uh, build a colony up there, but do other scientific experiments up there. So they're going to be bringing some things as well. Some things, some actual things. It's going, the Chengfor is going to carry a tin containing seeds of potato and a small flowering plant related to cabbage. And it may also have silkworm eggs in it. So a living thing is going to the moon. So these things are going to be in a tin. It's a cylindrical tin and it's called, uh, it's like a lunar mini biosphere experiment. And it's by 28 Chinese universities, led by Southwest China's Chongqing University. It's made of special aluminum alloys and weighs about seven pounds ish, a little bit under seven pounds. So three kilograms, 6.5 or so pounds. So the basin that they're landing in as well is the largest and oldest impact basin on the moon itself. And the train is low and it's not filled with ba- or, uh, basalts as other moon basins are. Um, so it suggests that it may have a special thermal history, unique, very unique area. And it could have very unique evolution features as well. So China is sending a rocket To the moon, to the far side of the moon, they're going to have a lander, they're going to have a rover, and they're going to have a satellite that's going to beam the information back to Earth of what this rover and lander find. So we're going to find out soon, you know, what's under the crust and the mantle of the moon. And we're also going to find out what those organic materials do when they're on the moon. Can they survive for a while? It's kind of, um, you know, it's a, it's a science experiment. It's like a high school science experiment gone crazy up there. And, you know, if you could, would you, would you send those things up to, uh, to the moon? Would you send plant life and larvae larva to the moon? I would, I would, if I could, you know, it it sounds like a really amazing thing and I can't wait for the science to get back. So on that note, I want to say thank you to all the supporters. Thank you to all of our sponsors appreciate all of your time and all your support all you space cadets out there thank you so much for the ratings and thank you for listening to the podcast that's it so from the mothership
1: sitting at the command center
0: i will see you tomorrow my name is will and this has been the space news podcast